I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey guys, did you know that we accept financial support from our listeners? So not in big amounts, but we accept contributions of 99 cents, $4.99, and $9.99 a month from our listeners. And you guys... This helps us to keep this podcast ad-free. If we get enough support from you guys, then we'll never have to play you an ad. I would so much rather have you guys pay in small amounts for content that you love and appreciate and makes your life better, keeping you our focus, than having to play you an ad about coloring your hair that you've heard a million times, annoys you, and that makes that brand our focus rather than you guys. After being an influencer for a while on social media, I got a really bad taste in my mouth from ad-based business strategies in general. It puts all the emphasis on making yourself prime from the point of view of marketers, not from the point of view of your followers, who should be your priority. And you guys, you are my priority. I just want you to know that. I always want to produce the best show I possibly can for you guys. So from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate you guys listening every day. And if you're interested in becoming a patron of our podcast and helping to support us, there is a link at the bottom of our show notes every day for you guys to use to contribute. Again, you can do anything from 99 cents to 4.99 to 9.99 a month and it helps our show immensely. But if you cannot contribute financially, as you know, there are three other things that you can do that are free to help support our podcast. And that's number 1, leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend, family member or colleague about us and make sure they subscribe. And three, share to social media. Seriously, I've always noticed that people underestimate their own power of influence in their online community because today we see so many people with millions of followers, but the people who follow you on social, even if there's just 10 of them, they care about your opinion 
and sharing our show with them would mean the world and it would definitely help us to grow. Thank you guys in advance. Now let's get into the news. So for our first story today, we're talking about Biden taking on gun control. So after the recent shootings, gun control advocates have been hounding the White House, pissed off that they weren't doing more to combat this issue. And to be honest, I thought they were truly just going to shrug their shoulders because here's the thing. Joe Biden knows just how frustrating and gridlocked this issue can be due to his time in the Senate fighting for gun control himself. And it was not easy. Very little progress has been made on this issue from the progressive side of things, largely due to the power of the NRA and Republicans' unmoving stance on the subject. But the thing is, we've been finding out lately that even the existing, very basic gun control laws have workarounds. Yep, the most recent shooters are finding ways around the background checks and mandatory wait times that were so carefully put in place by lawmakers. They're making something called ghost guns, which are basically where you can order parts of a gun online and simply assemble it yourself at home. So Biden has now stepped out as of yesterday and surprised all of us with some new proposals for gun control in the United States. Here's what he's looking to do. Number one, ban ghost guns. Number two, pass something they're calling red flag laws, where basically friends, family, school officials, and people like that can see someone is a threat to themselves and others and put them on a list where they will not be able to buy a gun until they are deemed stable. Number three, create an annual report tracking firearms and their purchases through the FBI and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, also known as ATF. And number four, increase funding towards violence intervention programs to help prevent this type of shooter from committing such a crime in the first place. He said of the situation, quote, gun violence in this country is an epidemic and it's an international embarrassment. My job, the job of any president, is to protect the American people. And then he said, they've offered a lot of thoughts and prayers, members of Congress, but they've passed not a single new federal law to reduce gun violence. Enough prayers, time for some action, end quote. These items were completed through executive action. Let's hope they can put a dent in the horrendous amount of gun violence we face as a country daily. And as we are speaking about gun violence, I cannot plan this, you guys, but we have two other gun-related incidents that have happened to cover today. 
So first off, a former NFL cornerback, which apparently is different from a quarterback. I am not <laughs> a sports person, but someone who played the the role cornerback fatally shot five people in South Carolina. So he had played with six different teams in the NFL, but that doesn't mean that Philip Adams wasn't capable when it came to gun violence. He shot and killed a neighbor, Dr. Robert Leslie and his wife, Barbara, as well as two of their grandchildren. He also then went outside and fatally shot an air conditioning technician who was working at the home, 38-year-old James Lewis. He then killed himself as law enforcement officers were attempting to coax him out of his barricade back in his own home. So we're all left with the stinging question of why. And the unsatisfying answer for right now is we don't know. As the sheriff in the area put it, quote, there is nothing about this right now that makes sense to any of us, end quote. But Adams's father said that he believed that the football, quote, messed him up, end quote, and it's possible for multiple head traumas to make people act out in very strange ways. So we'll have to wait and hopefully hear more answers. And as soon as we have them, we'll share them with you guys. And for our second gun-related story today, Texas family is shot and killed by two sons. So two young men in Texas seemed to have killed their whole family and then themselves. Four victims plus the suicide of the two brothers themselves meant that six people were fatally shot in this home. Neighbors raised alarm bells for police when they noticed a disturbing suicide note one of the sons had actually posted to Instagram, taking credit for the killings, if you can call it that, and listing the ending for the show The Office as one of the reasons behind his actions. It was a very long, kind of scary, kind of rambling note but did involve a lot of details about his mental health. It turns out both of the brothers were really in it together, though. After both struggling with severe depression that seems to have really never let up, both of the boys were contemplating suicide separately when they decided that their family would be too heartbroken, losing both of them, that they would take their family and each other out together. They decided to really try to work on themselves for a year before carrying out this plan, but they only made it about a month before they decided to move forward with this deadly plan. Both of the boys had battled serious depression, like I mentioned, and were actually on medication to treat it. At least one of the brothers had been violent against himself, sent into a rehab facility, and both were suicidal. I can't imagine that the family was unaware that they were both in a bad place, 
And that is where this newly minted red flag law really could come into play and be helpful. Hopefully, they are effective when it comes to preventing such horrific occurrences. The one who made the Instagram post noted in the post how easy it was for him to obtain the weapon despite being on medication, self-harming, and suicidal, which is really crazy. And the reason I didn't read the Instagram post here today is because it's not particularly helpful. Also, it's incredibly long, but you can definitely pretty, pretty easily find it online just by Googling. So if you're interested, it's up there to be read. Um, but I feel like I covered most of the bases besides going into detail about the office. I really don't know how that could have come into play, but I think that just shows the depth of what he was struggling with. Um, and yeah, so before we leave for the weekend, though, we're going to we're going to end it on a slightly more positive note. So, yeah, I feel like those two situations really just show us how much new laws are needed. You know, even if we're not going to make it about guns and taking away guns, we still need to deal with the mental health side of things as well. And and how do we prevent these people from carrying out these plans and how do we get them real help that will actually make them better? Anyway, on an unrelated story, um, I wanted to talk to you guys about Khloe Kardashian kind of clawing back an image that was posted to her Instagram account. So it's not a long story, but basically an assistant accidentally posted, or at least this is a story we've been told, a, an assistant accidentally posted a, a photo that was not ready for posting to Khloe Kardashian's Instagram account. And I think no one would have noticed if it just was like deleted or like few people would have, but she tried to like press charges and like, you know, really was like trying to claw it back from every corner of the internet and people that kind of like drew attention to it in a way and made people be like what is so bad about this image you know and really there wasn't anything that bad about it and I think it underscores you know sort of a need for perfection on Instagram and unfortunately Chloe has gotten a lot of backlash for it but she's also posted an Instagram you know uh post about this topic and how specifically the press around her, not just her family, but her specifically has been so hard to deal with because she was literally always labeled as the ugly sister, the fat sister, the big sister, the sister that was adopted. You know, there's been so many hurtful things hurled at her over the years that, yeah, she she doesn't want something posted until she feels like it's perfect. And I think that was a very real thing for her to admit, Um, you know, whether it's a good thing or not, like up for interpretation. Um, It's not really how I interact on the Internet, but I think it's fair given all the things she brought up. And I think it's a really interesting post um, that I encourage you to go read just because it does like really remind you what she's been up against every single time she posts anything online. So um, I do feel for people who are in that position and um, that's the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, 
always there remain portions of our heart into which no one is able to enter. Invite them as we may. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.